know you're there. Don't be afraid. I am not afraid. Then come out. Then you'll be afraid. I'm your host, Rob Logan, and I am joined today in the studio by my usual co-host, Mike Volpe. Hello. In addition to a special guest, DJ Moore, host of the Real Conversation podcast, as well as teacher of Cinema Extraordinaire, which I doubt is the name of your actual class. No, American Cinema, American Culture. American Cinema, American Culture. Sounds too smart for us. (laughs) It does. You're a college professor? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Cool. Cool. So uh, we invited DJ here today to join us for an episode that we've been planning for a while. We do mm-hmm. this every year. This is our summer movie preview. Uh, and I do want to remind people that all the movies that we're going to be talking about on this episode, trailers are readily available on one post at thegeekgeneration.com. You can look for our summer movie trailer breakdown that has everything there, as well as some of these movies are actually available for pre-order already. Really? Which is crazy because that's the way the movie industry works now. Yeah, Amazon's been doing that a lot lately. They have. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of Amazon. Yeah. If people want to buy these movies, Mike Volby, where might they go to do so? They could go to thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon. They could do that. They could. And when they do do that, they help support the show and the site. That's right. Because we get a little kickback of that money. So that keeps us doing this for free. And we highly appreciate if people use that link, thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon. So, uh, onward with the summer movie preview. We are jumping kind of midstream in here. Uh, the May month kind of marks the beginning of the summer movie season, but we are already mid-May. Unfortunately, we couldn't get it out earlier, but we are going to talk about the stuff that has been released because we have seen some of that. Yes. And a lot of that stuff is actually still out in the theaters now. So if people listen to this episode and they decide they want to see some of those movies, they are, for the most part, still available to you. So, starting with May 2nd, mm. the first movie on our list is The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Which I saw. I did not. I saw. What did you think? <sighs> <laughs> I feel kind of the same way. Yeah, I really felt that they should have made the first two movies into a trilogy. Yeah. And spread that story out. Give it one more movie to kind of unfold. Yep. And I just felt this one was, it was way too packed. Yeah. Too many... Too many villains, obviously, which I think was the worry of anyone that knew what the storyline was going to be. But mm-hmm. Just, just too much. It was there were moments that were great, but overall, I just I felt kind of let down by just how much they packed in. Completely agree. Yeah, yeah. Are you going to see the third one? Yeah, of you, course. Yeah, yeah, I know. We almost to. have to. It hasn't. It hasn't prevented me from because I. I just I love Garfield in the role. Although mm-hmm. I'm starting to wonder where they're going with this Peter Mm. Parker thing it's it's I don't know it just doesn't it's felt right up until this movie and then something about just him not really caring about what anybody tells him yeah (laughs) it's a little strange yeah he's not the Peter Parker that we all know yeah then moving from the amazing Spider-Man 2 oh and speaking of that I also did my spoiler room monologue for that one too if people go back to episode 181 they can hear my full thoughts uh spoilers and everything for the amazing Spider-Man 2 
Also on May 2nd, though, was Walk of Shame, which is an Elizabeth Banks comedy. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen it yet, but I love Elizabeth Banks, so I'll probably see it at some point. I wanted to see it, but it looks like it's leaving theaters soon. It was a huge flop. Yeah. Really? Yeah. But I'll check it out when it comes to I don't think people heard about it too I much, honestly. I don't think so either. Yeah. Marketing was not too great on that one. But it does look interesting, and mm. she's hilarious. She's so, good, yeah. Yeah, very good. May 9th. First yeah. movie on the list here is Chef, a John Favreau, almost back-to-form movie. He's been doing yeah. the larger Iron Man, uh, Cowboys vs. Aliens, mm. the more blockbustery movies. But this is definitely a smaller return-to-form movie. And now that he has his Hollywood buddies coming in with him from all those blockbusters, yeah. it looks to be a very promising cast as well. Yeah. Pulling in uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Some decent gets there. Yeah. <laughs> and I heard him talk about it a lot on Howard Stern on uh, the Nerdist podcast, and it made me even more interested with the movie itself. And he does compare it to some of his earlier stuff. This as well, is, wasn't so. a major release, was it? No, no, no very, not at all. Really small. Yeah. Which is almost preferred from someone like him. Yeah, I think, I mean, he can obviously handle the big blockbusters, mm-hmm. but I like to see him go back to his roots and do what he was doing before. Was Iron Man the first? That was the first. That was his first did, big right? one. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I think he did that Zathura movie, I mm-hmm. think it's called, but it was nowhere near a hit as right. big as Iron Man. But And he does, uh, or he is working now on The Jungle Book. Right. Which yeah. I actually thought really? his next movie was Magic Kingdom. Yeah, I thought so too. And that seems to be, I don't know if that's in hiatus or if Magic they did Jungle Kingdom, Book instead. In, like it's a Disney, Disney. movie? Yeah, they were going to oh, do really? a movie about like the park coming alive. Something yeah. along those lines. Kind of like a Night at the Museum oh, yeah. idea. That's a cool idea. Yeah, but yeah. with Magic Kingdom. And That's they would cool. pull in a lot of Disney properties and do it that way. Cool. But he's doing a live action version of The Jungle Book now. I don't know if it's we, instead we had of. That, didn't we? Was there one? There's, yes, there, there was, was years one. ago. And now there's two coming out. He's doing one. And then Andy Serkis is directing another one. Andy Serkis is directing yeah. now. Is that his debut? Yeah, yeah I think so. Wow. Yeah. Didn't know that was happening. Yeah. So I imagine one is going to be based more on the book while the other one based more on the Disney property. I'm assuming Favreau's the Disney one. He is. If he, yeah. If he's yeah. lined up with Magic Kingdom, I'm assuming this is Disney. But, I know they're yeah. taking some influence from the book, but he did say like the relationship between Mowgli and Baloo, Baloo yeah. will be borrowed heavily from the Disney concept. Hmm. Uh, moving forward then, Neighbors, which I have seen. As have I. And did not. <laughs> I, I did say that I, I think I talked about it on the show before. It yeah. is funny, but I saw the trailers and that took away a lot of those big shock moments that come in in the movie. Totally agree. Yeah. 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 I mean, it was still funny. It was a good movie. Um, there are a lot of things and I don't like this in most Seth Rogen movies. I don't like the drug humor and I don't care so much for gross out humor. Like, there's one segment with him and his wife. Right. That's just like, what is even going on here? Yeah. This doesn't feel like a part of the rest of the movie. Yeah. And yeah, you know what I'm talking about. But it's it's just very strange. Yeah, one part, not one part, but what I did like about it was even though, because pretty soon into the movie, I had a feeling that most of the funny parts were in the trailer. Yeah. But I did like how they were able to keep the energy up throughout the movie. That is it, true. I, I didn't get bored even though I knew what jokes were coming. Right. I was still kind of into the movie. Right, which, right. I thought it was good. Things did escalate uh, escalate very quickly. Yes, they did. <laughs> it was like, wait a minute, they're at war now. What the, yeah. what happened? <laughs> so They jumped right into it. Yeah, which I think they understand their audience. Yeah. Nobody wants to waste time. Let's just mm-hmm. get to it. Right. Yeah. Uh, the Double is a limited release starring Jesse Eisenberg, which looks very interesting and had me thinking Fight Club-ish here. Yeah, a little bit. 
And I don't know if obviously I don't know what the twist is in the movie or if there even is a twist. But the whole premise is that he's working at a mundane job. Nobody tends to really notice him. And then a guy shows up that looks exactly like him and everybody loves that guy. And it just makes me think of that duality in Fight Club. Is this an actual other person? Is he having like a weird mental Mm -hmm. thing in his head? He is both people. But so I don't know what's going to happen. It is intriguing, though, still, even given those possible options. Yeah. And from the trailer, I got the feeling that people don't necessarily realize they look exactly alike. Right. Nobody seems to. And then he starts yelling about how the guy stole his face. So it's like kind of Fight Club Mm -hmm. face off. Like what's going on? Right. I'm wondering if I can make a prediction on this movie, which people tend to hate, because if I'm right, then they're going to think I'm spoiling something, even though I have no knowledge of it whatsoever, (laughs) Uh, because even though it is out, I have not seen it. My thought is that he's they don't look alike at all. In his mind, they do. He's like this new guy is a person that he wants to be and therefore projects his image to himself onto this person. He's like, why doesn't anybody see all these qualities are actually me, Mm -hmm. but nobody sees me. They see this guy. That's my thought. A solid prediction. You may be right. Yeah, I may be. <laughs> you wrote this movie, didn't you? I write every movie. We knew that. <laughs> I just have no limited, time to get them all made. That's, another limited release. It is. It is. Palo Alto is another limited release that also looks very interesting to me. Not only because James Franco uh, wrote all the short stories. Mm. He didn't even want to be in the movie originally. He was saying on Stern and he ended up playing like one of the creepier characters, characters yeah. he says in the movie he like, likes that creepy character <laughs> thing doesn't he's he? good at it yeah you can't fault him there what'd you think of the trailer dj i i really liked the trailer i didn't i'd forgotten that this was coming out and that it's based on franco's book mm-hmm. and then i shouldn't have forgotten because given what uh why franco was in the news a couple weeks ago right I, I really right have to wonder if it's some weird marketing tactic given the character he plays it's always but, weird when that happens when some sort of controversy that could be considered a plot line from your movie comes yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what really interests me is that it's Francis Ford Coppola's granddaughter mm-hmm. that's directing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that'll be the third generation of Coppola directors. Wow. And so. this is her first one, right? This is her first. Yeah. I think this is her debut. Yeah. I haven't been big on Sofia Coppola's movies up to this point. Yeah. I, I liked, They're almost uh, too slice of life to the point where they're boring. <laughs> yeah. I liked, uh, no, I'm blanking on it. Um, the Bill Murray, Scarlett Johansson. Uh, oh, Lost in Translation. Lost in Translation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw somewhere and I was just like, nah, I haven't seen that one yet. Mm, don't bother. Right. <laughs> it's too like, let's follow these people and nothing actually really happens. Yeah. yeah. That's boring. Yeah. <laughs> May 16th. Yeah. A movie we're very excited to talk about. Yes. We will get more into a full spoiler room discussion next week, but mm-hmm. we can give our initial thoughts on Godzilla. It was god awful. Oh, not awful. God awful. <laughs> awesome. I know God awful is the. Yeah, it's hard not. It's hard to switch those words. Right. It was awesome. Yeah, very good movie. Godzilla was god awesome. Yeah, that's the tagline. We're gonna let them borrow now. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'll get. I <laughs> hope I get all a, the posters. Yeah. Yeah. Very good movie. It was probably the best Godzilla movie. Yeah. I mean, I haven't watched a lot of Godzilla stuff. My Godzilla knowledge is not great, but. This was a solid, solid movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and my knowledge is pretty limited to the original mm-hmm. and then the American yeah. version of the original. Yeah. And then the 98 Matthew Broderick disaster. Okay, yeah. So out of those, Let's yeah, pretend 98 didn't happen. Didn't even happen. <laughs> yeah. Erase it. Yeah, I thought this was really cool. Really well done. I, I enjoyed it a lot. I agree. Yeah, yeah, very solid flick. Again, we'll discuss that more in depth in the future, but... uh 
it also has the biggest opening night so far of 2014. I, I think Does about it? 38, 39 million, yeah, something good. like that. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty awesome. A uh, million dollar arm also opened on May 16th, which when's the last time we had a good, wholesome sports movie? Whatever. Uh, we went last year to see one. What Did was we? the one with the redhead in it? Who played Lois oh, Lane? Um, Trouble with the Curve. Yeah, that was a sports movie yeah. in a way. It was. It didn't feel like one, though. Not like the team. I don't know. This no. one feels it's not like, like the uh, Mighty Ducks. Or, right. Uh, and this is a Disney. Right. This is a Disney sports movie. I was going to say probably since the last Disney sports right, movie, right. which would have been Miracle. Miracle or Invincible. Which oh, would yeah. There you go. Well, I never saw was Invincible. In, was Invincible the football one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. With okay. Wahlberg. Yeah. 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 Didn't see that one. But it looks pretty it good. Looks yeah, solid, it looks yeah. good. Yeah. And I noticed, I think the the Indian kids are uh, from Slumdog Millionaire. Yep. One of them looked very familiar. Yeah, I think you're right. He was the brother in the movie. I think you're right, yeah. 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 And then uh, John Hamm and Bill Paxton. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Late Bell. Got a good cast. Yeah, it's a good cast. Yeah. It's just unfortunate. Like, it comes out and it goes against you know, Godzilla. Godzilla. Like, <laughs> right, right. How do you yeah. compete? I really don't think they're the same audience. They're not, but <laughs> I don't know. I mean. Yeah. No, it does look nice. I mean, just watching the trailer, you get kind of that warm yeah. feeling. It's like, oh, yeah. it's going to be that kind of movie. I haven't. We need more of those in general. I think everyone's just kind of down and dirty all the time yeah. lately. Mm-hmm. May 23rd. Now we're talking about things that are coming up in the future. Yeah. And speaking of the future, we can talk about Days of Future Past. Yeah. A little X-Men action, which might be one of the most highly anticipated movies for me mm. this summer. Definitely. Absolutely for me. Yeah. My only concern is the the scope of this story being mm-hmm. condensed into one movie that might be what two and a half hours long. I don't know. Right. I don't know I what the runtime is. It's like two ten or two fifteen, so which yeah, is long. It's... Godzilla was two th- two hours and three minutes. Right, yeah. right. But it's a big story. It, it like, is. This it is, is kind yeah. of a big deal. It's one of the biggest stories in X Men. And comics. I really thought it was going to be a two part or three part thing, mm-hmm. but it's just one. So hopefully, be, yeah. hopefully, we've got an X Men one, X Men two kind of feel. Not X Men Three, like rushed, <laughs> overdone. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of characters in this movie. It seems like they're putting a lot of care into it from mm. everything we've seen up to this point. Yeah, and I I read an early review that had really good things to say about how it concentrates on the characters. Oh, like good. The oh, spectacle great. is there, yep. but it's really character based, and it really is kind of the character development of Wolverine, especially. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and if Godzilla has taught us anything, then it's definitely you make the spectacle. But you make it important. Right. Yeah. And you build up to it. Yeah. And I hope they do that same thing in Days of Future Past, which very well could. Mm-hmm. We'll find out. And then we also have Blended. No desire. Because we need another. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> Adam Sandler, Drew Barrymore rom-com. Did How many have they had? This, this, is, this the is third. Third? Yeah. Is it? There was the, well, Wedding Singer was good. It's yeah. a goofy. Was that fun. the first of that their? That was their first. Yeah. And See, I think that's, that's the thing. One of Sandler's best. And then they yeah. did the one where she loses her memory, yeah, which 50. you know what? It's just heartbreaking. Girls look at and go, "That's so sweet," and I'm just like, "That sucks." Yeah. Like every day, your wife doesn't know who you are. I don't know. It's I don't know. I didn't like the movie. Fifty, 50 first dates, right? Yeah, fifty first dates. Was Fever Pitch them as no, well? That was Jimmy Fallon. Oh, and okay. Yeah. yeah. See, they all kind of fall into the same. <laughs> <laughs> but. I don't know why Hollywood feels the need to take that. I, yeah, it's hard to find good chemistry between two people for a mm-hmm. rom-com. But when you do, don't keep repeating it and beating the dead horse. Because were any of the Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan latter movies any good? After what? Sleepless in Seattle, I think was their first. Joe versus the Volcano was their oh, first. Oh, was it? Oh, geez. They had a few. A personal favorite of mine. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only one I really I haven't love. seen that. It's, it's kind of like a modern fairy tale. Yeah. It's really quirky, really different. 
and I I love it. It's See, I saw Joe versus the volcano when I was young, and I don't mm-hmm. think I really got it. So I was like, yeah. "What was that? I don't really like it." Well, I don't even know if this is so much Hollywood pushing them either. Is this a Sandler movie? I think or- it is. That's him going back to the well. Well, I think everything at this point that Sandler puts out has the happy Madison yeah. label yeah, on it. So. Maybe yeah. he should go back to that. Right. Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison. Like Those <laughs> well, that's, worked. That's how I feel. I, I was just having this conversation the other day where he's become the character he was playing in Funny People. I agree. Where all those movie posters in his house are just oh, yeah. terrible yeah. looking movies. Right. <laughs> I mean, right. Jack and Jill. And yeah. uh, that's my boy. I haven't even seen... I can't even remember the last Sandler movie I actually saw because I just, I'm not going to spend my time watching. I know, I'm the same the way. The previews I've seen, at least. They've not been strong, and this no. does not look good either. Yeah, and I was a big fan of his earlier stuff. Yeah. But. A lot of people go down that route. Yeah. Unfortunately, I mean, I feel like, and it's funny that Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan had that same kind of ongoing thing. Sandler is on a similar track to what, or was on a similar track to what Hanks was doing. You start off with the really goofy stuff, Comedy, like Bachelor yeah. Party and all that. And then Hanks went in the direction of really great dramatic actor. Mm-hmm. Sandler started to with funny people and then went right to garbage. Yeah, even further back with uh, Punch Drunk Love and oh, Spanglish. Yeah. And he, yeah, and then went, yeah, like you said, right back to garbage. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame. Yeah, I feel like he has a lot of wasted potential. I mm-hmm. think so, too. May 30th, Yeah, A Million Ways to Die in the West. This is not, I, I don't know, I can't. I watch, I've watched the trailer twice, and I just cannot convince myself I need to see this. Well, you're not a big Seth MacFarlane fan No, in I general, am. I right? love Family Guy. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, and I loved uh, Ted. I yep. thought Ted was great. Ted was great. I don't know. This just isn't doing it for me. Hmm. I'm having trouble, like I said, convincing myself that I should go see this, especially in the theater. Yeah. Yeah, that's... There's two things that interest me about it. Mm-hmm. Liam Neeson, who seems to be playing it straight. Yep. The, probably over the top, but he's playing it like a straight Old West villain. Mm-hmm. Sure. And then um, Neil Patrick Harris, which I think could do some really great stuff in a movie mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I'm kind of like, I don't know. The description that Neil Patrick Harris had given is what intrigued me because I didn't really think about it from watching the trailer. And it's not shown as much from watching the mm-hmm. trailer that you are watching a Western. All the characters are like stereotypical yeah. Western roles, mm-hmm. except Seth MacFarlane and Charlize Theron. They're almost people out of time and they're speaking as if it's like modern times right. and all this stuff is happening around them. That's the intriguing part to me is that they're going to talk like us. Yeah. But they're existing in this horrible, horrible, stereotypical Western scenario. I find that fascinating. I mean, again, it's not something I'm sure I'm going to necessarily see in the theater mm. because you really have to convince people to go to a theater now. I mean, yeah. people that love movies like us will go more often anyway. But if there's no big spectacle or huge need, and it's not a movie I'm necessarily motivated to see in theater. Plus, with the amount of stuff coming out next year, we have to save our money because <laughs> right. we're probably going to spend $500 on movie tickets. Oh, I'm not Easy. leaving the theater next year. <laughs> we're just yeah. going to rent, rent a space. Yeah. Over and over again. Also on May 30th, a good competitor mm. that would probably get me into a theater even more than A Million Ways to Die in the West is Maleficent. Yeah. Yeah. This one I'm seeing in the theater. Yeah. This looks awesome. Yeah, it really does. And Sleeping Beauty is one of my favorite from the old Disney movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? I, yeah. I think that was, I, 
can't think of a Disney movie before that, except maybe Fantasia, that really started oh, to experiment Fantasia. with animation. Mm-hmm. Like Sleeping Beauty pulls in the, uh, what's the windows in like a church? Stained glass window. Yeah. Like the beginning is, to, uh, not Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty is all like stained glass and it mm-hmm. looks almost real. And it's, I, I think it was one of their first kind of experimental pushing the envelope with the animation mm-hmm. when you think it was the 1950s. Right. You know, they'd kind of done everything up to that point in terms of breaking new ground in animation. So. Mm. Yeah, and I just think it looks like they really, for the most part, captured that movie in live action. Absolutely. Is there a more perfect casting? No. Not that I can think of. No. I mean, Angelina Jolie is the perfect choice for Maleficent. I really like Elle Fanning. I've seen her in various things right now. Even little weird side movies like Mm. Phoebe in Wonderland that I don't know how many people have seen. She's terrific in everything. Is she in that Somewhere movie that Sofia Coppola did? She is. Yeah. 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 I know. Bring it all back around. (laughs) Tie it all in. Yep. But yeah, the uh, just those two alone and then the scope and everything. And I'm interested in the story that builds up behind it. Now, I don't know how much of this story exists prior to Sleeping Beauty. I, I'm sure Sleeping Beauty is based on something because Disney loves to do that. But how much of this story existed prior and how much of this is written by Disney for this movie? Yeah, I'm not sure if Sleeping Beauty was one of Grimm's fairy, like the classic. Mm-hmm. I know it's it dates back quite a ways. Sure. I'm pretty sure Disney developed this version of it as their original story. Mm. But it looks like they kind of, at least from the latest trailer I've seen, it looks like they're trying to maybe make sleeping beauty's father the king Mm -hmm. the villain in terms of maleficent right uh it looks like they have some type of past there and charlto copley as the father is awesome casting i'll watch anything that guy's he's awesome yeah yeah. it is interesting just to flip the script and see it from the other person's point of view granted the king might not be villainous in any way whatsoever it could just be the difference of opinion which is always the more interesting story than this person's good and this person's evil yeah the viewpoints yeah. yeah yeah which after watching something like this, you go, okay, now what if I watch Sleeping Beauty and like, how is that going to change my mm. perspective now on something that you've seen so, a certain way for so long? Yeah. That's always very interesting. June 6th. We're in June now. Yeah. Edge of Tomorrow, the Tom Cruise, Emily Blunt mm. sci-fi epic based on the comic book, All You Need Is Kill, which was the original title for the movie before they went, yeah, <laughs> let's not do that. Yeah, Probably <laughs> but, a good move on the title change. Yeah, <laughs> the idea of uh, being in a sci-fi battle, dying in five minutes mm. and going with a sign or a sci-fi explanation as to why you wind up in a Groundhog Day scenario. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say Groundhog Day yeah. is sci-fi. Yeah, it's sci-fi Groundhog yeah, Day. Yeah. And I, I'm interested. I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. Also, maybe. 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 We'll see. <laughs> Tom Cruise bores me. Yeah, I don't get that. He doesn't bore you? No, I love I Tom Cruise. Yeah, I'm a big Tom He's Cruise He's one of my yeah. favorites. Yeah. Always has been. Yeah. Like, you look at his body of work and you just go, damn, anybody, anybody would be lucky to have anything close to that. To half of that. Yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. I love him. And he's over 50. Look at the guy. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good on him. That Scientology works. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also coming out on uh, June 6th is The Fault in Our Stars, which is one of the biggest young adult novels right now. I know everybody in high school is reading through it or has read through it yeah. at this point and are all very excited for this movie. Yeah. One of the young adult non-fantasy, non-sci-fi. Mm-hmm. True novels yeah now the thing is i'm not necessarily interested not because it's a young adult movie but because the 
big twist of the movie was spoiled to me with a meme on Facebook. Uh, oh, okay. so I know I don't know how many people know, and I'm not going to say what it is, but there is a big twist to the story that, yes, the movie's probably still enjoyable. Obviously, if people that read the book are excited to go see it, it's not taking away from it. But I was like, oh, OK, mm. that would have been cool, but I'm going to miss a big Factor, I think, in the movie, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a bummer. The thing that I found a little weird about it is that Shailene Woodley, and i blanking on the, the male lead, yeah, but he played her brother in Divergent. And oh, really? Yeah, and so we'll be her brother in the Divergent. Well, like, it'll probably not be a trilogy. It'll probably be four movies. Yeah. But, uh, and now and now they're, they're romantic. romantic lead. So it's what we're going to see with the Godzilla cast next yes, summer in with Avengers. Avengers. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. We were just talking about that when we saw Godzilla the yeah, other day. Yeah, could yeah. become a new trend in Hollywood. Yeah, <laughs> siblings turned yeah romantic. Yeah. They want to play the taboo thing without necessarily right. playing the taboo yeah. thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see what we can get away with. <laughs> so I'm sure there are a lot of people that are going to go see it. It'll probably be very successful. Uh, I didn't even re- recognize Shailene Woodley. Yeah, from the, the trailer hair, originally, yeah. yeah, she looks very different. Yeah. But she also, and I haven't seen Divergent yet either, but she is going to be playing Mary Jane as well in The Amazing Spider-Man 3. Oh. She had scenes in 2 that were all cut because obviously they crammed too much in there already. Possibly not. Possibly not. Yeah, she's come out and said she doesn't, she does. She hasn't been talked or she hasn't heard from anyone about Interesting. it. Interesting. the... the I forget which it was one of the late night shows. I think and mm-hmm. she she said that she really doesn't think she'd be able to balance two franchises like that. Oh wow! So and well, yeah, Divergent's going to be I'm a big one. Really suspicious as to why they would have filmed her scenes, and then I mean, I know they they have the reason why, but yeah. it just seems strange to just pull that. I think it'll be telling if those scenes don't end up on the Amazing Spider-Man Two Blu-ray. As and to what direction they're going to yeah, go in. We're not going to see her as Mary sure. Jane in the next one. but That'd be interesting to look out for. Yeah. Uh, June 13th. How to Train Your Dragon 2. I know you're excited for I this. I am. The first one was it really was good. good. The first one was really good. Yeah. yeah. Toothless is adorable. <laughs> <laughs> How are you not excited for this one? And the voice cast is really good, too. Yeah. Did everybody come back? It seems like yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. That was a really good cast in the first one. Yeah. There's not a lot to say about it other than the fact that it just looks really good, (laughs) honestly. Also on June 13th, uh, the unnecessary 22 Jump Street. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't even need 21 Jump Street. moving (laughs) on. I really like 21 Jump Street. Did you? I thought it was hilarious. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So and I'm looking for... I just really like the two of them together. Yeah. And I thought... 21 Jump Street, did you guys see it? Oh, yeah. I did not. Um, I really liked... I watched the trailer and I was like, ugh. Yeah. (laughs) I really liked how they, they... pulled the show into it and it mm-hmm. was very self-referential and i love um uh what's nick what's his name ron swanson from Parks oh and Rec. um i'm just blanking on everything today um yeah it's blanking yeah, on me that too. guy i just love how his sole purpose in those movies is to just basically be self-referential and, yeah and make those jokes nick offerman nick offerman yeah i won saved it <laughs> so yeah i'm looking forward to that one yeah. yeah i i do like the chemistry between them i just i don't know it feels very juvenile to me and i don't know if i'm becoming a comedy snob as i'm analyzing comedy repeatedly now i am not enjoying most comedies as much as i used to yeah because i'm analyzing so much and i'm trying to stop because <laughs> i want to enjoy them 
But I enjoy the, uh, I don't know, It's it sounds so elitist. Like, I still love a good, like, dick fart joke movie. <laughs> but yet, I still gravitate more towards uh, a smarter, more sophisticated comedy in general. Also on June 13th, The Signal, hmm. which looks like more of a movie you would be into. Yeah, it looked bit. interesting. Yeah. I might see it. Uh, if people don't know the premise are. here, it is, it's not necessarily a horror as it is uh-huh. a psychological thriller, which is why I would even bother seeing it because mm-hmm. I'm not big on slasher stuff. But uh, the idea is that there's a TV signal that just pops up on TV screens and it's broadcast yeah. and people see it. And then some people, not everybody, but some people flip out and start murdering other yeah. people. It causes yeah. some kind of um, what well, the Stephen King book called Cell, mm-hmm. which I know I've mentioned on the show way in the past. Yep. Was the same idea is that all of a sudden a signal was transmitted out to all cell, cell phones, phones and anybody who was on their phone, it triggered them to basically become animalistic mm. and just go nuts and start killing. Yeah. This is the same idea except done through TV. Yeah. And maybe not everybody gets hit with it. But and I think that's the twist here or how it's different and how it's but interesting. But the trailer is, also spoiled too much. I watched the trailer for this too. and I'm now aware of what the final moments are going to be consisting of. And I'm like, what the f- Right. Ruining thought, this for me. Stop. I thought the trailer showed, and I hadn't even heard of this movie until you sent out the link to mm-hmm. yeah, everything me we too. talking this about. This is a limited and, release, too, I think. Yeah, yeah. And I thought it gave away too much and at the same time explained nothing. Like yeah. It opens with the guy talking about Terminus and then that yeah. this is only happening within Terminus. I'm like, what the hell is Terminus? Like, right. I automatically went to The Walking Dead. That's what I thought. <laughs> right. I'm like, why is this familiar to yeah. me? What is, yeah. Interesting. It's it, they are showing like the like you said the final moments of the movie. I think the whole intrigue is that this couple is dealing with this whole thing. Yeah, they've both like seen the signal, and you don't know if one of them's been affected or not. Yeah, yeah, that seems to be the big thing. But again, it's too much for. It's like when I saw the trailer for the town, even though I still really like the movie at the end. The fact that they showed that he was one of the or there was some fact like when he pulled the hood off and she was in the car with them, they showed that dynamic. That that was ruining a big part of what would have made the movie interesting to just be surprised by. Yeah. On June 20th, Jersey Boys, based on the very, very popular Broadway hit. I don't know. Clint, yeah. Clint Eastwood's directing it, so that interests me. Don't you mean Clint Eastwood? I don't know. I don't know. Forget about it. <laughs> but yeah, I don't I don't know. I've never I haven't seen the show. I'm yep. I know the music, but yeah, I'm not too... I don't know if it's because it's based on a musical that I just don't seem to care that much. Well, it's based on a musical, but it's all the music from Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons. Mm-hmm. So it's all, uh, you know, pop music from the 60s. Which I also so. don't care about. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we're not the right crowd for this. Yeah. Uh, but I also, watching the trailer, didn't like the fourth wall breaking. Yeah. That was happening. All the characters constantly stop and talk to the talk audience. To the yeah. No, I don't. That's That's a rare thing that I like, mm. and I like it in very small chunks and usually only on TV. And when Spider-Man does it. Yeah. Well, well yeah, I guess. He kind of does it a lot. He does it. And it, it probably works on stage. Probably. But it's not the same. You got to change it if you right. bring it to, the, to a movie. It's more interesting different. when you're watching on stage and everybody kind of locks up their position. Yeah. And then the spotlight hits one person as they step forward and have a monologue with the crowd. That's way more interesting than just maybe happening on the screen. This isn't Ferris Bueller. It's a movie which just doesn't feel right. I like the way that they approach it in Modern Family where you get a little nudge or wink from 
the screen mm-hmm. and you know that they're addressing you, but it's not as direct. Right. That's much more interesting to me. Yeah. Although the uh, maybe the weird part is just that it's multiple people doing it. Maybe that's the difference. If yeah, it was one character, because in all those, most of those other situations, it's one, it's, where they're speaking to you, yeah. it's one character. But with Jersey Boys, it seems to be anybody can do it at any time. Yeah. And that that's confusing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also on June 20th, Think Like a Man 2. I got nothing. <laughs> I, Skip didn't, it. I didn't see the first one. All right. I just feel like we're the wrong skin color for this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Not to necessarily go in that direction, but... That it's definitely appealing to a certain crowd, and we are not that crowd. No. So it probably is still very funny. There were some things uh, that in there looked very well, good. Is it based on Steve Harvey's book? Oh, I don't I know. I want to say the first one was based on a book Steve Harvey wrote. Maybe. Steve Harvey's pretty funny. He so, is. Yeah. He is. I remember his uh, TV show back in the day. Yeah. Yep. His sitcom was oh, really yeah, funny. Yeah, his sitcom good. was good. Yeah. yeah. On June 27th, Transformers mm. Age of Extinction. I will not be fooled again. <laughs> That's exactly how I feel. Yeah. I didn't see the first three yeah. because I just heard people complain about it. Yeah. Usually I'll go see any of the big blockbusters just to kind of stay in the loop with things. But I'm sitting that one out. There are two reasons that it's trying to suck me back in. Mm. One, Dinobots. <laughs> two, Mark Wahlberg. And I, I love Mark Wahlberg movies. And I don't care how ridiculous he gets. Yeah. I, I just love that guy. He's great. Mm. So they're doing two things that make me go, yeah, but no, I must stand my ground. Yeah. I will not be fooled again. I can't even, in my mind, Transformers 2 and Transformers 3 are the same movie. I can't differentiate as to which one was which anymore. Right. So, right. <laughs> yeah. Transformers 2 is the one that was slightly worse. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> because of the two robots. Yeah. Oh, my God. Sorry, Transformers. <laughs> Transformers 2 is still one of the worst movies I've ever sat in the theater yeah. to put myself through. I don't know. The first Hulk movie was pretty bad. Yeah, but there were that was only the third act. Oh. Where it kind of took a weird, random turn with Absorbing Man. Yeah. The rest of it was good, I thought. Although CGI-wise, now. I liked, yeah, I liked the, <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. I liked the first two two acts. Yeah. And it got strange. Mm. The only way to fix Transformers, Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> and Grimlock is not enough. We need full-on Godzilla versus the Transformers. Yeah. Then it's a different kind of Pacific Rim. Mm. It's a whole weird, strange uh, Elseworld. Snowpiercer on June 27th. Intriguing. Yeah. And is this, I thought this was like, I think this is a movie that was totally financed. I think it's a foreign movie. Absolutely. With, yeah. Yeah. Um, it came out really internationally like a year or two yeah, ago. It's been out for a while. Yeah. yeah. And now we're finally getting in the U.S. Chris Evans stars. Uh, probably right after Captain America was filming. This is probably what he I did. I was thinking this was filmed right after Avengers because he's got a oh, beard. And the whole thing. That is the, right. The end. The, You're 100% um, correct. Post credit sequence where he had to hide the beard in Avengers. The shawarma scene. So, yeah. Because, mm. yeah, I don't know if people are aware of that. If you watch the shawarma scene from Avengers, Chris Evans it never moves his arm from his face because he has a beard because he's filming Snowpiercer. Yeah. And he had to hide it. Uh. So they brought him all back to do that post-credit scene months later. And, yeah, yeah he had a full beard, so he was just like this the whole time. <laughs> that's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's interesting. So, yeah, you're probably right there. Um, it's an interesting idea for people who don't know. Failed global warming experiment kills all life on the planet except those aboard mm-hmm. a train called the Snowpiercer. And a very predominant class system evolves within that, that the front of the people and the train or the elite 
and the uh, lower class are all at the back of the train. And then for some reason, people start killing each other. Like any society would, I guess. Yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> it's the way things work, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's intriguing. But again, I'm... I don't know. I get weird with movies that take place in such small locales, Enclosed, even though yeah. they'll show us the environment every now and then, probably with all the snow outside. Yeah. It just feels very claustrophobic. And that's a tough thing to make work. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how they... Because the cast is... I mean, it's a really good cast. Yeah, it is. And then... Yeah, just confined on the train. I don't know how it's how it's going to go, but and I think this version's been recut. I, from what I understand, the international version. I don't know if it was the violence, but mm-hmm. something where this has been toned down. Oh, okay, so I may have to go back and see the original after I check this one out just to see the the difference. Yeah, the impression I got online is that it was pretty brutal. Yeah, that's it. Looks it. And in the Red Band trailer, they definitely had some moments yeah. that were, yeah. We will see. Also on June 27th, they came together, which is a very strange uh, Paul Rudd and Amy Poehler rom-com parody, it appears. I don't know what you guys thought about it. It looks conceptually very funny, but I was almost sick of the joke by the end of the trailer. Yeah, and I didn't think it was all that successful throughout the trailer making it look like a parody. Mm -hmm. Like, I thought some of it made it look kind of like a romantic comedy. Yeah. And then they do have those, the parody moments. But overall, I'm like, I don't know that, like, I think we'll get it because we know what to expect from this. Mm-hmm. But the general audience going to the movie, I, I don't know that from that trailer they're going to get that it's, oh, it's a parody of romantic comedy. Right. So, right. I mean, there are two very specific parts in the trailer where they identify characters by rom-com stereotypes. Right, right, stereotypes. Just yeah. calling it out straight. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, okay. But twice in one trailer, like if you do it in the movie twice, you can probably space it out. But doing it this often, it just feels a little forced. Yeah, I like both of them. So I'll we'll see if it's a slow week that week. Maybe I'll check it out. But. <laughs> Definitely not a, a theater worthy visit. I don't no. think July 2nd, Earth to Echo, mm. which is keeping a heavy bit of mystery around it, which yeah. I kind of like. Seems like it's kind of a found footage mm-hmm. kids family movie that looks heavily influenced by E.T. Yeah. From what I've yeah. seen. Yeah. So it looks interesting. Could be fun. Yeah. Group of kids. Uh, I guess they all get like a text message that lures them to a similar location. Mm. They find what appears to be, and they haven't shown any of this either. It looks like almost a robotic alien hybrid or just an mm. alien robot or whatever it is. And almost like a, I don't know. Well, yeah, like you said, E.T. It's yeah. that group of kids yeah. with this alien buddy. Someone's after kind of idea. government or right. Some, some. Right. Made me think of Super 8 a lot. Yeah. In a, in yeah. a different way. Super 8 meets E.T. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm interested. It's not a bad combo. No, 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 no. It's a great combo. Also on July 2nd, Tammy, which is a very clear Melissa McCarthy vehicle. Yes. yes. Yeah. I laughed at the trailer, I but I won't too. see it in the theater. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I'll see it at all. I mean, I love Melissa McCarthy, but when you get a vehicle for someone who's already done very successful things, it's going to feel like a repeated mm. joke, yeah. I feel, over and over again. The story is probably not that strong. It's definitely just holding together a series of scenarios, more or less. Yeah, and I like her a lot, too. I'd like to see her do something different. So it's I would, not too. kind of the, the one-trick pony. Not that I'm saying she is a one-trick pony, but I'd like to see her go beyond what she's done in comedies because right. she's so good in those roles that right. I, th- I think she's I think there's potential there to do different things. I agree. While I didn't necessarily like Hangover 3, I do like the chemistry she had with Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. I would love to see them have some sort of movie yeah. together. 
Yeah. I almost think it would be interesting to see him in some sort of elite, like rich guy position, play something very different, and then have her be kind of like the the drudgery. They should do like a Romeo and Juliet type thing. Yeah, or the two of them in a romantic comedy pair. There you go. That I would see. That yeah. would be fantastic. July 4th. Only one movie. Yeah, no, I'm surprised. Begin Again from the director of Once, which was actually a very good movie. Fantastic movie. It was yeah. great. Great music. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so I'm interested in this already. They didn't highlight any music, but I'm assuming since it's from the same director, that's going to be a yeah, big piece of be, the movie. And there's, I mean, CeeLo Green's in it, Adam Levine's in it. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely some some music stars. Yep. This is more in Mark Ruffalo's camp than Avengers is. Right, right. Avengers is out of character for what he normally does, yeah. even though that's how people probably see him yeah, now. Yeah, that's why I'm like, hey, the Hulk's in it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? <laughs> now, if he becomes the Hulk, ah. then the, the title begin again as a whole new meaning. Yeah. <laughs> but it should be interesting. Uh, July 11th, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. How many more of these are we going to do? <laughs> Probably at least another one after this. Yeah, yeah. at I, least. I'm sure they had a trilogy in mind, like everybody does. How'd you feel about Rise? Uh, I, I enjoyed it. I was I really liked uh, Andy Serkis as Caesar. Like, He's I amazing. I was surprised at how much that that motion capture character came through as a real character. Mm-hmm. It's one of the few times I think it's worked in a otherwise live-action movie. Yeah. Other than, I mean, obviously his work in Lord of the Rings. But, right. Um yeah, I was really impressed with that. I'll probably go see it just to see. Uh, I really like, I think it's Jason Clark, who's primarily done, he was mm-hmm. in Zero Dark Thirty, but I think primarily he's been a TV actor up to Is he playing an point. older version of James Franco's no, character? No, he's playing okay. a new new character. From what I understand, there's a cameo from Franco, mm-hmm. but it's, I think they showed it in the latest trailer. It's just him on a video camera. Okay. And that's right. Franco, Franco didn't even know he was going to be in this. I was reading oh, okay. an interview with him, and he, he was somebody said oh in your cameo and he's like i'm in it like he had no idea so huh. i think it's just footage from the original um but yeah I, from what i understand it doesn't really deal with okay. that relationship at all. there is talk in the trailer about a simian flu that's starting to kill yeah. humans i assume his character is maybe killed off by that Probably and it shows guess. why caesar is looking at the footage and yeah kind of uh nostalgic towards it mm-hmm. almost feeling probably guilty so that's, that is an interesting part of the movie. There's something about the Planet of the Apes movies, though, that I just don't care about the franchise. Yeah. Like, I was not into the Planet of the no. Apes, the older ones, and I saw Rise out of curiosity, and I was like, that was good, but anticlimactic, and I wasn't, like, looking forward to the next one. I, this is another one I don't know if I'll theater watch, but yeah. I'll probably see it at some point, maybe. I don't know. But uh Gary Oldman is probably the... Main reason I would yep. want to get in there because he is just fantastic. Yeah. So good. Now, this uh, also on July 11th is another movie that I'm highly, highly anticipating. It is a limited release. I don't know how many people are aware of it, but the feat alone is insanely impressive. A movie called Boyhood, which was filmed over 12 years mm. with the same cast of actors. So it's a story about growing up yep. literally while these people are growing up yeah i've been looking forward to this one for years yeah so i mean i forget when i don't think it was 12 years ago when i first heard about it right i heard about it some way probably midway through production and mm-hmm. just what link letters doing with it i think it i mean it's unlike anything we've ever seen in yeah a movie, so and it's a huge gamble you have to have Absolutely. insane yeah. vision to pull something yeah. like this off yeah i would love to talk to the boy who's the lead 
just about what is that like over the you know over the course of the next 12 years and you know like what is it they show up and they're like okay time for some new scenes yeah, every yeah. every year for right. a couple weeks or months they'd shoot and what scenes. do you do in the meantime do we see him not only grow up but do we also see him grow as an actor because clearly he's developing his skill if if he even wanted to be an actor did he maybe want to do something mm-hmm. else and he kept getting pulled back into this. Yeah. Right. Like, I'm very fascinated yeah, in that whole other aspect of it. Crazy commitment. Yeah. I would love, and I haven't even seen the movie yet. I would love if, not after seeing the movie, they actually make a movie that's a documentary about the about making it. of yeah. the movie. That is fascinating to I, me. I hope there's at least something like that on the, like a very in-depth feature length on yeah. the Blu-ray. I can't imagine there wouldn't be. No, I would think Especially since somebody's got to be shooting that. Yeah. yeah. It's such yeah. a huge part of it. And Linkletter and Ethan Hawke have done... I don't want to say something similar because it really isn't, but mm-hmm. they're uh, before sunrise, before sunset, before midnight series, okay. which goes every eight years. I think they go and tell the story of this relationship mm-hmm. and where it's gone and the time that's passed. And they're really great movies. I mean, they're very, very, very character based. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really just essentially conversations between this couple played by mm-hmm. Ethan Hawke and Julie Delphi. And just based on those, I, I can see where, Linkletter would have come up with with this idea and just the fact that he was able to pull it off though is yeah. impressive yeah it's amazing I'm really really fascinated to see how that's going to turn out July 18th Jupiter Ascending an original sci-fi space epic which looks great from Lana and Andy Wachowski can't say the Wachowski brothers anymore right the Wachowski <laughs> siblings or yes. just the Wachowskis yeah uh, but it looks uh, surprisingly good. I honestly, I don't know how I avoided a trailer up to this point. I just watched one in preparation for this show because it looks like something I'd be totally into. But it's nice to see a new universe kind of imagined in a sci-fi area that seems to be very developed. Like, it's not a very mm. surface idea. This universe seems to be established, yeah. which makes me very interested in it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to check it out, but I just don't. There's something about Channing Tatum in that character makeup mm-hmm. that just pulls he looks me weird right out of it yeah. because yeah. It, it's if it's almost like a like, vampire thing yeah like between the ears. ears and the blonde facial hair yeah. and it i don't know what it is it just i think when it's a lead actor who's so well known for mm-hmm. his looks to do stuff like that to him you, you have to pull it off right mm-hmm. and i'm not sure for me at least they did like i agree it was kind of jarring yeah, yeah if it's like hugo weaving or, or somebody yeah. where you're expecting to not see his face for the whole right, movie right. or something then it's different but i don't know but yeah i'll check it out it looks it looks like there's some potential there yeah also on july 18th the purge anarchy i didn't see the first one i'm surprised you haven't I heard the reviews weren't good. Yeah. But I, this one looks like it's more what people thought the first one was going to be. Right. Set out on the streets. Yeah. I haven't seen the first one. I would see that one. This one, I have no interest in. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that Frank Grillo, who was in Captain America, mm-hmm. Winter Soldier, is getting some bigger roles because I think I like him a lot. But yeah. Something about this just looks to me like violence for violence sake and no storyline no so more torture porn idea yeah when the purge was first announced it conceptually sounded very intriguing yeah i thought so and then i heard it was just kind of a home invasion slasher like yeah wasted concept yeah so which is a shame sitting this one out yeah i probably am too also on july 18th with a limited release a movie i'm very excited about because i helped fund it wish i was here the zach Zach braff Braff. kick-started 
return to form for him, I guess yeah. you could say, since Garden State, people have been waiting for some sort of follow-up Ten from years. him. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a long way to this wait. This is one that I'm looking forward to the most yeah. for the summer. I, I can't wait to see it. Have you been keeping tabs via the campaign? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, I, I'm a huge Garden State fan. Yep, it's a great movie. I've been waiting for him to write and direct something for 10 years so yeah i'm really looking forward and i love the trailer yeah it's yeah nice, it looks tremendous using the shins again as the music was a mm-hmm. nice throwback to, to garden state yep really looking forward to it now you had told me something about the episode with this trailer i don't know it just made me feel sad <laughs> i just feel like it's going to be a sad movie i think that's gonna i think there is you know there's gonna be a lot of tears yeah and, yeah i don't know i don't want to see that <laughs> i'll just go watch people kill each other in the streets you guys go to that i'll go see the purge we'll meet in the middle <laughs> all right we'll just sit there and hug each other as we ball yeah, yeah. Record and an episode will be like, after. <laughs> yeah. uh on july 25th yeah the Rock returns. I have no interest in seeing Hercules. this. Hercules. I don't have any interest either. I like I the can't, Rock. But I, like I have her, no I like, option. I like I Hercules, to. but The Rock is Hercules just isn't working for me. Really? I don't know why. I'm just, I can't get into it. The I don't know the the long hair and the beard. It just doesn't. It's, it seems awkward hmm. for like, me. Yeah. He just doesn't fit the role. Was, like, by the end of the trailer, I was like, "Can they fit in one more creature jumping at right, him?" I right. mean, it was the Hydra and the lion. Oh, the lion. Yeah. And that is a big lion. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. It was they lost me with that trailer. Is it maybe that he looks too much like the Scorpion King? No. Crappy, no, it's just crappy CGI. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know. It just doesn't appeal to me. Yeah. I'll see it. But Well, you have to. I see every rock movie. That's the rule. Yeah. I'd rather <laughs> see the next movie on our list. Sex tape. Yeah, because Cameron Diaz is in it. No. Who doesn't like a long-legged blonde? <laughs> I don't know. Cameron Diaz hasn't done it for me since The Mask, really. No, yeah, but she came oh, out like God, a bombshell mask. in that. But the yeah. opening scene in The Mask is yeah. it doesn't get better than yeah. Cameron Diaz in the opening scene. Her yeah, first scene in The Mask. That is true. Uh, so it's Jason Segal and uh, Cameron Diaz. The premise is very modern. I just yeah. don't know how believe i feel like it's going to be uh people that don't understand the technology and tried to make a premise based on it and now have to figure out a way to explain how that would actually work they might be talking to a technologically dumber crowd yeah but i just like cameron diaz and yeah it's that's the selling point jason and she's gonna be in her underwear a lot <laughs> lost like i don't know how much weight but he looks totally different in yeah. this in the trailer yeah. i mean good for him yeah <laughs> It'll be funny, I think, overall. I'll just try not to criticize the accuracy of yeah. <laughs> internet. Yeah, of the cloud. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, also on July 25th, a highly anticipated movie for people that are even aware of it. I don't know how many are, but it's definitely being presented as the last movie for Philip Seymour Hoffman. And I got to be honest, I was kind of like bored halfway through the trailer. I want to see this because I love Philip Seymour Hoffman, and I think that he's got four movies the two coming out well three if you count mockingjay part one Mm -hmm. uh that are coming out this year and then mockingjay part two next year will be his right official last movie um but i really like this director but anyone who has seen his other films if they didn't if they didn't like those they should probably sit this one out yeah Uh, he directed george clooney and the american Mm. okay which i it, that one was marketed as George Clooney as a spy and just knowing this director is a very famous photographer. Um, and I just, I knew his work. I knew it, he wasn't going to be doing a Hollywood spy movie. So okay. I think if you went into the the American expecting 
an action-packed spy movie, you would have been absolutely bored out of your mind for two hours because it's very I, I, much an yeah. existential assassin mm-hmm. movie rather than. But yeah, I was a little bored by it. Not necessarily the lack of action, just the I don't know the lack of anything. It was almost too much sitting around and thinking. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a good cast, and it's the first time the director Anton Corbijn has had a cast like this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna check it out. I'll probably skip this one. Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) On August 1st, Mm. Guardians of the Galaxy, the next release in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which looks like a very different tone, more comedic, like an action comedy going on here than any of the other things they released, which excites me tremendously. Yeah. As well as the fact that James Gunn is at the helm of this Mm -hmm. one, and I love him. He's fantastic. Yeah, this this is either going to be huge for Marvel or it's going to be the closest thing Marvel's done to a misstep with their movies so yep. far. And I, I don't really think it's going to go somewhere in the middle. Yeah. And I think it's probably going to end up being pretty huge. I think but, so, too. Yeah. Especially when they're already talking about a standalone Rocket Raccoon movie, if they're seeing him as the breakout yeah. star yeah. already, which I think most people would. Yep. But I am totally in for Guardians. Bradley Cooper voicing a raccoon with yeah. machine mm-hmm. guns. I mean, space guns. I, that's, I'm there. <laughs> Also on August 1st, one that I wasn't really interested in until I watched the trailer and was pleasantly surprised is the James Brown biopic Get On Up. Yeah, me too. I felt I'd heard about this and then hadn't given it a second thought until mm-hmm. you sent the trailers out. And um, Chadwick Boseman, who I did you guys see 42? I didn't play Jackie Robinson. Great performance. Mm-hmm. But I thought. He was so good in that role that he could very easily be the kind of actor that never goes on to do a role as good as that. Okay. And then he was one of the highlights of Draft Day. He's awesome. In oh, Draft really? Day. Yeah. So now I'm looking forward to pretty much anything he does as an actor. And this just looks great. It looks stellar. Yeah. And from the director, I believe the director, they said, of The Help. Yeah. Yep. Which was a great movie. Yeah. So this looks really really interesting and i i didn't know all this stuff about even in the trailer that they showed james brown's life but it does look fascinating oh i got nothing okay (laughs) i'm I'm scrolling through the other movies all right i'm excited for the next one oh okay and i really need to blow my nose but we'll deal with that in a minute august 8th we've been talking about it ad nauseum on the show and uh i think our excitement is unmatched for teenage mutant ninja turtles yes I is even knowing on the uh, it is cover? well, there were there are four teaser posters released. Mm. So when I chose a poster to put up on the post, of course, of course I'm going to choose Donatello. Donatello. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love the teaser posters. I am getting used to the look of the turtles. I wasn't against it until I saw a Photoshop where someone put in like the 80s style, like noses that yeah. they had in the cartoon. It looked way better. Oh, but, really? But. I I can I can get down with this. I haven't seen anything other than the trailer, so yeah, yeah. I don't think I have either. Yeah, so. even knowing that Michael Bay is somewhere in that mix, Evolved. yeah, I I am still probably <laughs> idiotically excited for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles when I probably mm. shouldn't be, but <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm so afraid by this I, movie. I am too. I know. I'm so afraid. Like Transformers has such a bad taste in my mouth from anything Michael Bay has touched, and then I just go. He also made bad boys. He also made bad yeah. boys. He also made bad boys. <laughs> I just tell myself that repeatedly in hopes that it will be great. And The Rock. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's very true. Mm. Also on August 8th, it is. It's the Turtles, man. 
Also on August 8th, we just saw the trailer before yeah, Godzilla yeah. for Into the Storm. No. Yeah, it looks just like Mutant Twister. Yep. Yeah. And That's I'm, what I thought. I'm like, is this Twister 2? Yeah. I was waiting for them to be a Twister 2. And I'm honestly so sick of just cities being mm. destroyed. Like, it's different in Godzilla. You expect that in mm-hmm. Godzilla. And it was done in yeah. a way that it didn't, didn't bother me as much. Mm-hmm. But I'm just so sick of just destruction for destruction's yeah. sake. It's a disaster porn movie. Yeah. It's just another yeah. weather movie. It's like... uh Perfect, not perfect. Uh, day after tomorrow, yep. is that what it was? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Just, I don't. I've never cared for natural disaster movies. No. They're just not interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's interesting to see the characters responding to it, but when the the enemy is something that is nothing, essentially, it's. Yeah. And I'm I'm pretty sure they gave away the best scene or the best effect in the movie when the gas station or truck blows up, and right? Yeah. Turns into a fire tornado. Yeah. So <laughs> I saw the fire tornado in the trailer. I'm all set. And yeah. And I saw no sharknadoes. So really, so really, I'm out. I mean, yeah, I've seen yeah. better already. Where yeah. are we gonna go? <laughs> True. How do you top that? <laughs> exactly. Uh, lastly, on that day is Lucy, I which will the see first this. time yeah. I will too. Definitely seeing. Although the first time I saw it, I was like. It's limitless with superpowers. Yeah. I like it. And I loved Limitless. And a girl. I thought that was really good. There was a weird plot hole in Limitless, but aside from that, it was a very good movie. And this is an idea yeah. of using the full potential of your brain and all the superpowers developing from that. She's like controlling the world in the trailer. Yeah. It comes like through onto the TV screen. Like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. It does look cool. But Morgan Freeman's in it too, right? Is that who? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Morgan Freeman's in it. Morgan so. Freeman's in it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'll be a fun movie. Yeah. I agree. August 13th. I think this will be surprisingly good. Let's be cops. I don't know. (laughs) I'm a big fan of New Girl. Yep. I wish Damon Wayans Jr. would leave the show. Oh. Like, he came on, and it just, for me, sucked the life right out of the show. And Mm. I know he was in the pilot, but since he's been back, I just thought they had such a great dynamic with the three guys Mm -hmm. that it's just... Maybe the last two or three episodes. Is it him or is it his character that you? Just it's his are character. Not into? I have nothing okay. against him. I mean, I you know, maybe I this will redeem him show, for you. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, and it's just I'll be watching that with like, well, it's Nick and Coach. Yeah, from New Girl. But oh, okay. Yeah, I don't. See, I've only seen the pilot in New Girl, so I don't have that yeah. association. Okay. So for me, I can go in and just look at them yeah, as fresh. they are. Fresh but look, I yeah. feel like it's just one of those movies that's going to be kind of underpromoted, mm, kind of yeah. fall under the radar. And people will see it, and the word of mouth might spread, and then it will get bigger in release and everything. I don't know. It just looks like that for me. And it's not really being – it's not on the backs of anything. I mean, maybe it is kind of on the success of New Girl. They attempted this, but it feels like it's just a comedy for comedy's sake, which is what tends to be the best comedies. Instead of like, this person's funny. Let's throw them in here. and Or Mm. like, Zach Galifianakis is huge, so we're going to make him. Or Tammy. It's like the opposite of that. So I feel like it will be a lot funnier. August 15th, The Expendables 3. All right. (laughs) I thought I saw in the trailer the other night that they said this is the last one. I believe they did say it would be. Yeah. But the end of The Expendables, then there's The Expendables, which will be happening. No, will fail. Well, maybe not. I might go see a bunch of hot girls shooting (laughs) We talked about the premise, and (laughs) you were pretty excited. That's true. That they would be like... Probably clothes ripping off. Yeah, and sneaking in as like yeah. prostitutes, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I will see this. Yeah. I have yeah, not I'll seen see two yet. One. I'm just bummed that The Rock hasn't made it into The Expendables I know. Yet. Like they really. That is surprising. They didn't get The Rock in there. I know. You know? 
he'll be like the the Charlie to the Expendables. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because they always do something. They can't just let the women be the women. They'll right. put some yeah. sort of guy in charge because yeah. they can't just let it be. Well, Stallone might. Maybe he'll be a part of maybe. the crossover. Yeah. 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 At least to kickstart it. And then maybe. I don't know if that'll be a franchise or not, but we'll see. Did you see the first two? Yeah, I've seen the first two. They're pretty two. good. Yeah. I mean, they're just action movies. Yep. I just like that they get these casts together. Yeah. yeah. And you've got Harrison Ford and yeah. Mel Gibson joining in this one. Dan Frazier's Harris. in it. Yeah, Frazier. Frazier. <laughs> yeah. The only thing about the movies that I don't care for is the military aspect. I actually wish it was some sort of other scenario that would be more interesting, I think. Mm. I mean, it's easy to do this route, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, easy money, too. That's so, why, yeah. yeah. Uh, also on August 15th, The Giver, which is based on another very popular young adult novel, which seems to be about uh, the main character doing that, shattering the the idealistic society. Yeah. There's something else going on, which always for me feels like some sort of Hollywood and government conspiracy that they're trying to make us double think any idealistic society because we'll push towards it if we don't see that they're actually all corrupt. Yeah. And I've, <laughs> I've never read this book, uh, even though I know it predates Hunger Games mm-hmm. and Divergent and everything. This one's older. Um, but this looks like it starts off as what seems to be a utopia mm-hmm. and is kind of a dystopia in disguise. Right, whereas right. the others are very obvious dystopias as they start off. Sure. Um, well, maybe not so much with Divergent, but uh, I think that as the reader or the viewer, you know that, but the characters don't. So I don't. I, Jeff Bridges and Meryl Streep has me intrigued. I mean, sure. that's some serious acting talent for this type of no, movie. No, not so. Taylor Swift. Doesn't have oh, a... Oh, is she in it? Yeah, she is. Oh, oh T. Wow, Swift? Even, yeah. That's my girl. Yeah. <laughs> she literally lives down the street from me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Huh. I'm not in the house. Like, no, you don't understand. Like she's in the, <laughs> She lives like three miles away in a mansion. Ah. Yes. Heavily guarded, I'm it sure. It probably is. I'm not going to go near it, right. but I know where it is. <laughs> Again? Or? Again. Again. <laughs> they told me I can't. All right. That's that's why I wasn't on the show for a month. I was actually locked up. <laughs> Rob is using the Amazon, you know, the geekgeneration.com slash Amazon yeah. money to uh, bail yeah, me out of jail. Okay. Which is why we need you guys to use it really more. pushing it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> August, really need you guys to buy something. <laughs> August 22nd. Sin City, a dame to kill for. Yes. Highly anticipated for many. How long has it been? 10 years? 11 years? 2003, that the other one came out? It's been a while. I think 2005 or 2006, oh. yeah. Oh, so yeah. Almost 10 years. Yeah. It's a long time in between, but... Seems to have the same look, same yeah. cast yeah. for the most part, yeah. bringing back everyone they needed to. And A Dame to Kill For is the second novel in the series, so yeah. they are just going right yeah. in order. I guess, did they replace Clive Owen with Josh Brolin? And they did. up with some kind of they did. plastic surgery storyline? Probably, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah, so there is one character that has been recast. Yeah. yeah. but And it's like, why was Clive Owen so hard to get, honestly? I haven't seen him. What's anything, he doing? Yeah. I thought Clive Owen in that the first Sin City would have been a great Gambit mm. in X-Men. Like, he had that look like, oh, that guy could be Gambit. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Are you guys really looking forward to this one? Or? I don't I don't know. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's, it's probably not my top five mm-hmm. for summer releases, but I'm definitely looking forward to it. I'll see it. It's see beautiful. It yeah. Like, artistically, they're amazing movies. Yep. I do take issue with, and I know people are like, oh, it's so cool. The first one did like frame by frame and word for word. And yeah, that is impressive in the feat that it was. 
but there's a reason that people translate graphic novels right. into screenplays yeah. and don't do them scene for scene and word for yeah. word because it feels like it's missing something in between. There's like gaps that need to be filled in right. that are not. Yeah. So there's something a little more hollow about Sin City than like a Batman Begins or anything yeah. like that. So, yeah, impressive feat. And yes, I'll see it. It'll probably be great. But there is just something missing. Mm. Also, on August 22nd. When the game stands tall, which is about a football team with the longest winning streak in sports history, and what happens when that streak ends, a streak of 151 games. That's crazy. 21 and 1. <laughs> 21. I knew that was going to go. <laughs> yeah. Hadn't seen any or even heard about this yeah, movie no. since you sent it out, and I'm going to see it. Yeah. I'll definitely see this. Movie. I'm down. It looks good. It's an yeah. interesting concept. It's really good. I love Jim Caviezel. Yeah. Jim Caviezel, Michael Chiklis. I'm a huge fan of Michael Chiklis. Yeah. So mm. he pops up as looks like one of the assistant coaches. Yeah. Yeah. I'll definitely check this one out. To me, this looks like the darker side of Varsity Blues. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. The trailer. Yeah. And I was like, yep, I'm in. That yeah. looks great. And August 22nd also gives us a movie called If I Stay, which is definitely uh, not a vehicle necessarily, but. Chloe Grace Moretz has been offering us awesome stuff yeah. ever since For the first years. Kick-Ass. Yeah. And uh, this looks pretty good. Like, I didn't know what to think starting to watch the trailer, but then when it took the it turn, it turn. did. Yeah. Uh, so for people who don't know, this is about a girl who meets a guy and she has an idea to go into music and then is like faced with a decision of staying with this guy or doing the music thing and then gets in a horrible car accident with her family is on her deathbed essentially in the hospital and it looks like she's having an outer body thing over the course of a day huh. and based on that needs to make the decision am I going to pass on or am I going to stay here and live the rest of this life yeah which is crazy yeah and I I hadn't heard about this at all and watched the trailer mm-hmm. and was I'm I'm in after the trailer yeah to see where this goes I existentially guess it's also based interesting on a novel yeah. yeah yep yep of the same name I believe yeah, yeah. And then lastly on our list, which is unfortunately the only one we don't have a trailer for because it doesn't exist yet, even though I saw a trailer for this like a year ago. Though. And it was pulled. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. D- The plan was to release it in 2013. This movie has okay. been around for a while, for yeah, years. Really? And there was a trailer in 2013, but they pulled it because they're probably recutting a new one yeah, for 2014. I'm surprised it's not out yet at this point. That's not shocking. Sign. Not a good sign. But uh, the premise is intriguing, a movie called The Loft, which is about five friends who share a loft for their extramarital affairs, and they begin to question one another after the murdered body of an unknown young woman is found in the property. Mm. So who did it, essentially? It's a whodunit movie. It's Clue. Yeah, Yeah, it's Clue with five friends. Yeah, and the cast, uh, they had mentioned, too, on the website. I checked out to see if maybe there was a trailer there. All the people in it at the time were not huge names, but have since then had larger breaking out roles. Yeah. Um, one of the girls is going to be in Star Wars Episode Seven. Oh, really? Yeah, that was yeah. in this movie. Uh, Carl Urban is mm-hmm. in it. I love Carl Urban. Yeah, yep. uh, Eric Stone Street from yep. Modern Family. Yeah. So all these people have gone on to bigger things, which yeah. obviously makes this movie more interesting now. But I think James Marsden probably would have been the biggest star at the time yes. if it had been released on time. Yep. Cyclops, right? Yeah. yeah. Cyclops. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but I I like the premise. It's fascinating. Yeah, it sounds like it could be good, but yeah. the fact that it has been in <laughs> some type of movie purgatory for years. Right. It's me. been in right. editing for years. Yeah. yeah. And this is actually um, a reimagining of a foreign film, too. There is a oh. foreign movie called The Loft that came out, I don't know, like 2006 or something. Oh, yeah, yeah that's a right. A Swedish yeah. movie. Yeah. And uh, it was adapted for America and then obviously refilmed and all that stuff. But 
that that also gives me some hope if it was successful enough over there to do the concept here, which doesn't always work, but yeah. uh, we shall see. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much the end of our list. Uh, the trailers, again, as a reminder, if you go to thegeekgeneration.com, there's a single post called the Summer Movie Trailer Preview that lists every single trailer, and you can watch them right on that post so you don't have to search around the internet for them. Very for everything we talked about. It takes a while yeah. to put that together, but... You did a good job. Yeah, Thank you. Really nice. Especially I watched them on my phone. Yeah. And it was... Uh, yeah. I do try to do that well every done. year, but hopefully... I don't know how many people actually take advantage of it. I feel like if I post it I on Reddit... I love movie trailers, though. I do, too. I, I could just sit and... I mean, I've trailers done that on the IMDb and yeah. on uh, the Flickster app. Just yeah. sit there and watch trailers for movies that are coming out. Yep. I was going to share the link to that article on Reddit, and I thought it might kill my site. <laughs> it would just crash because everyone's like, oh, okay, I can just go here. Yeah, we'll do it. Yep. Well, yeah, but then my site will be down. Uh-huh. <laughs> I would need to pay for more bandwidth. Uh, we don't want to pay for stuff. But I need money to pay for more bandwidth. And you can get money. I can get money if people use thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon. That's right. We're pros at this. We are. I mean, you can buy anything on Amazon. <laughs> anything. Movies, socks, underwear. Socks. Anything. Gym equipment. You yeah. know, pretty much anything. It's all there. Even groceries. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So as we wrap up our summer movie preview, final thoughts or something you'd like to plug, Mike Volby? You can follow me on Instapoop. It's uh, SBV Fitness. It's Instagram, but I call it Instapoop. Yeah. <laughs> DJ, where can people hear more of you? Uh, you can find The Real Conversation. That's R-E-E-L, like film reel, mm-hmm. at therealconversation.podomatic.com. And it's available on iTunes, too. Cool. It is. Just search for iTunes there. There's even uh, there's the prior episode that you were on of the Geek Generation a while back. Yep. Called the Real Conversation, and uh, episode six of the Real Conversation is my yep. conversation with DJ. Yep. So people can check that out too. I was early on. So to see everything else we do, go to thegeekgeneration.com. If you use iTunes, please rate the show and write a review. We always appreciate those. Head on over to facebook.com/slash/thegeekgeneration and like us there. You can follow us at Geek Generation on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at The Night Angel. You can send emails to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com. And as always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. A link to their site can also be found on our site. We'll be back with more next week, including our spoiler room discussion of Godzilla. 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 We'll see you then. Later. Make it so.